Jim and Laurie, hello. Noah Hyde Nations, perfect. Uh, where's the, you hear me? Tom and Karen, very good. Thank you for being with me. Dale and Catherine, nice uh, having you again with us, with me. Um, any question like I always say before we start we have still like one minute before we start uh, any question for me from last uh, I know that you may have so many questions about last week uh, maybe this class today uh, will kind of clear up many uh, questions that I felt that last week uh, were kind of left open uh, do you have any, you can pause right now, is there any question for me so I can address during our class? If not, uh, then we're going to start. Very good. Now, uh, the issue that we discussed last week, the uh, Heavenly Court, in session uh, before the before the flood is so paramount is so basic uh, that I think we need to go over that again and 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 see what what is talking about. So if you remember, uh, the Torah first described introduced Noah and his generation, the split between the two fraction in detail. Uh, the children of Elohim on one side, these are uh, the, the children of, of, of Cain, according to the Zohar at least, and uh, the, the children of Enosh, will, uh, uh, after whom we are still being called today, Enoshim, so the children of Enosh on the other side, who followed the merciful one only, and so we spoke about in detail the split of the attribute, and remember our topic is actually idolatry. And this was, uh, this was just one chapter, one, one kind of idolatry that we, try, we were talking about, trying to decipher uh, and to understand. Now we understand that idolatry is not just uh, worshipping wood and stone idols, which is just foolishness. It's not considered like a basic idolatry although it's, uh, the Bible is full of that because this was the issue of the time of the prophet of Israel but idolatry in principle is much more deeper than that and our generation has a, a different idolatry you know we, it's, we are not bow, uh, people don't bow today to wooden idols stone, uh, stone and idols but they have they have actually we go as more we progress we have we, we actually our, our our idolatry become more more comp more complex more complicated, and that's what and now the the the, the, Noah, the Noah generation they pick that split, and we discuss in detail how each fraction deteriorated and then the Torah introduce uh, introduce the uh, uh, the um, the Noah the Noah family from his side. And um, hello, John and Gloria. Uh, so uh, then, uh, how uh, each family evolved? What happened to Cain? Remember how this the personal story of Noah and Nama? We talk about that, and how it was un unbelievable that they met and and uh, and got married, because each one of them come from a different. Ellen uh, and shalom to all. Shalom to you. We just started. We're just going over some of the uh, things that we discussed last time. So, uh, it was very unlikely that they got married. And we so the Torah described, introduced that in, in, the, in, in the first chapters of, of Genesis. And then finally, well, now we know that now the Torah says, okay, now we are, they, 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 this they are coming to just a few minutes before the flood. And the Torah now elaborates in detail. 
the heavenly court session. And why it's so important to understand it? Because it's never done again in such an elaborate fashion as it is now. With Ms. Noah. And this is, a, I think it's not incidental, because the Noah movement and the, Noah, the idea of Noah is, is actually the heavenly court. And, and and that's what that's what the the the, the, the soul of the of the movement is right here in this chapter. So in order to make to make myself clear to show that to show what what I mean, so let's read again uh, what happened after. So that we we talk about how Noah was the born his name. He had, he had yeah, how the name was given. Uh, he did the beautiful thing. He took the. Uh, he is the is the uh, the fate the fate of the farmer. Uh, he converted he melted he melted uh, metal to uh, he make uh, he melted the weapons into and made it into iron iron plows. We we'll talk about it. So he did everything that Hashem wanted him to do. Now, uh, the, now the Torah stopped. Now, after after bringing Noah and describing Noah in few verses and his name, suddenly the 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 uh, the, uh, the Torah changed pace and start and describe what happened to the heavenly court. And it goes like this. Uh, at first, uh, I'm, I'm sorry that you don't see it here uh, in my page, in the page that I put the class for you, you'll see it in more detail. Here on, on the internet, on our class, on the board, you can see only part of that. But you see, uh, the Torah described now the, the heavenly court in session in, 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 in the following way. First it described what, what you'd have after what Hashem think about human race. Then, one or two verses describe Noah. And then, again, a few verses describe what Elohim think about it. And you can see the symmetry. You see that uh, the, what Hashem speak, what, what Hashem, we will go over detail what Hashem think. Uh, and there are three, three times the name of, of Yudhei Vavke appears. Start like a, like a wing, and and three times the the name of Hashem is appear in that wing. As opposite on the other side, you see the the, the Elohim view of Earth, and also Elohim appears there three times, and it's like a, a Noah is in between. So if you look at it. It looks like a, like a giant butterfly, if you want. Uh, the wing, uh, uh, Noah is, is in the middle, is carried up by these two, two wings that support him. Uh, the, on, on one side here is a Hashem, the merciful one, wing, and opposite this uh, is a Lokim wings. Each one appears three times in a very symmetrical way, and those giant butterfly over over Earth, judging what what's 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 supposed to be done in Earth in 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 consent. I mean, they they agree what to do with Earth. At the same time, they support they support Noah between them. So this giant butterfly is kind of hovering over earth, carrying Noah above the flood and supporting him. How, how beautiful and how unusual uh, this uh, heavenly picture is here. It tells you everything what Noahite movement is. Noahite movement is a, is a, is a, a you see, they support, the two wings support Noah. He found faith in the eyes of Hashem and he walked with Elohim and each wing support him from his own side. At the same time, Noah unites him, is like a glue between the two attributes. 
so so they help they 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 sustain Noah through the flood Hashem on one side Elohim on the other side Noah in the middle so they sustain him he's like they are the wing that carry him through not only on the flood but through life they support us they support we are all descendants of Noah but at the same time, Noah is the one who keep the, the wings together. Because without us, without human, without human, we are the only one that can that can uh, that can uh, uh, practice it in our life to unite the absolute justice and absolute mercy to put in our life. This is only Noah can do that. Only human kind, and that's what's special about Noah, as opposed to 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 his predecessors. You know, Noah lived in a time where where Enos pre, uh, supported only only the blue, only only Hashem. He loved Hashem. It's fine, but he couldn't fly. Uh, the kind family supported Elohim. That's very nice, but they couldn't fly. Only Noah, who was in the middle and supported two of them, can fly until today. Of course, Israel, what is Israel, you ask me? Israel is part of Nenoch. Noach, Israel, later on, evolved as a special kind of Nenoch. But Israel, too, is defined by this relationship. We are the body of humankind that, 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 that uh, we, I mean, the Israel and Noachite are the one who's supposed to keep the two attributes flying on earth. Yeah. Now, this, this uh, 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 let's kind of elaborate a little bit what, what this each attribute, so each attribute, they are flying over earth, they're looking on earth down, and they judge humankind. Each one from his own side decide that, that uh, human, the humankind is, is to be gone. There is a concept. But at the same time they support Noah. So what is the judgment of each one exercise? What, what made each one, each of the attributes uh, make his decision? We are going to elaborate it in a minute. But first I want to tell you right now, you see how, how, how unusual, how miraculous this picture of the butterfly is here. Uh, I think it's such a striking figure, such a heavenly message. Uh, once you have it in your mind, you, you, you don't need any preacher, you don't need any rabbi, you don't need anybody to tell you what Noachite is. You know what Noachite is. You know what you are. You know what we are. We are here. We are in, the, in this brown part. This, we are the body there that connected, supported by, 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 uh, by the two attributes, which are, remember, they are only, there is one God. There are only two, two attributes, two faces of the same oneness. And we are the one that implement this oneness on earth. Alright, so let's now uh, analyze one by one. Uh, first, what, what is the aspect of the heavenly court? Of, uh, uh, of uh, in session. What did, what did each, how did each attribute uh, judge uh, or, or make the decision. And so let's read it together. And it says here that Hashem. I, this is just a quotation from the from the from the Torah, the, la, the uh, chapter five, at the end of chapter five, uh, uh, and chapter chapter six. I'm sorry. Uh, it says that Hashem saw that the wickedness. Or in Hebrew, actually, a better version, better expression is evilness of Adam was great on earth, and that all the impulses of his heart are evil all day long. And Hashem regretted that he had made Adam on earth, and was saddened uh, to his heart. And Hashem said, "I will wipe out Adam, Adam from uh, whom I had made from the face of the earth." both men and cattle and creeping things, for I regret making, th making them. 
So point number one that we already mentioned last time, and I should repeat it, but maybe this time kind of uh, it will be more clear. Uh, you know, uh, the, first let's pay attention to the to the uh, to the fact that the the two attributes agree agree to wipe humankind and earth. I bet we'll talk about here later on when in, uh, when we when talk about the mood of of Hashem. Uh, let, let, let's first let's yeah, let's go step by step what it says here. Uh, and the first line says that Hashem saw that the evilness of Adam was great on earth. And as I alluded to you last time, uh, the word the word evil evil is a part, is always in the Torah in the eyes of of Hashem. Uh, evil is not weakness. Uh, a person can be weakened, can can be uh, a sinner, is a, a person who violate violate the law. So a sinner is usually in the eyes of Elohim. Evil is always in, in the how in the eyes of Hashem. Uh, for instance, the king of Judea, uh, when they told us the Bible said that the king this and this was evil, did the evil in the eyes of Hashem. It does mean only idolatry. But he sacrificed the children to the Moloch. Or the, uh, the, the prophet goes on and on how they, they took advantage of the poor. Uh, they didn't send the, the, the slave free. They, they, they took advantage of the widower on the, on the orphan. And that's evilness. Uh, if you look at the psalm song, psalm song it describes how wicked are evil people stabbing in the back. Speak bad mouth of him. So that's that's what evil is. What is evil in the eyes of of of, of Hashem is not transgressing the law, but it's uh, what opposite what Hashem wants. So if Hashem is uh, if Hashem is merciful, if Hashem is merciful, here it is. So if Hashem is uh, merciful, but uh, then by definition evil. Is one who, a person, an evil person, lacks compassion, lacks, lacks compa uh, mercy and forgiveness, and act accordingly. So that's a cruel, a cruel man who does such evil things. That's the, that's what, that's what evil is in the eyes of Hashem. Now we can understand maybe better what 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 the verse says here that. Uh, the Hashem saw the the evil of Adam was uh, great on earth, and all the impulse of his heart are evil all day long. So Hashem is not Hashem is not so concerned about our deeds, about uh, not uh, not eating kosher or not kosher, but Hashem is concerned about our heart. What's happening in our heart? Because why? Because Hashem dwells in our heart. The mercy is dwelling in our heart, so obviously she is concerned about heart, and she is responding with her heart. How? Because you see, uh, it says here, uh, and Hashem regretted, uh, regretted that He made Adam on earth and was saddened to His heart. So you see how the merciful is described here, not in, uh, not in terms of uh, writing you uh, in the book of sinners, uh, you made this, uh, they made this sin or that sin, but the behavior, the character of people, they were saddened and regretted that he made Adam. Now what, what was special about the words, uh, about the word saddened? Now we know that uh, Hashem was no. It doesn't say Hashem was angered. He was saddened. He was saddened. What does it mean? When, Hashem, when normally, normally, uh, when when the, when there is a the heavenly court session, when there is a heavenly court session, so. Uh, uh, the, 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 the accuser or the Satan bring forth all kind of accusation against us. 
And the judge Elohim tends to make hard judgment on us. So, so when there is a hard judgment uh, issued or, 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 or about to be issued against us, then the merciful one kicks, kicks in. And she is like our protector. She defends us in the heavenly court. So that's what the, that's what that's actually the essence of mercy means. So so she is already behind the scene. She's kind of a, waiting for the hard judgment to the absolute justice to issue its verdict. And she she, she comes in, she kicks in and says, Oh no no, I have this uh, reason and that reason. I'm, I will ameliorate it, the judgment, or I will cancel it altogether. She can cancel everything that she what because she's a more kind of higher level as we described. But that means so so in in in, in almost by definition, uh, mercy uh, is opposing in our in a, in the heavenly court is opposing Elohim. That's definition of mercy of the absolute mercy that uh, against the absolute justice. And that's actually the whole the whole practice of Rosh Hashanah holiday when we sit in the synagogue and we ask him we ask your mercy to overcome your anger. And that's Rosh Hashanah, that's Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur service, uh, that we we ask the same thing. The, the high priest used to go to go into the holy temple, and exactly these are the words he used to say, like Abraham, uh, uh, like he did to uh, Abraham in binding Isaac. Let your mercy overcome your judgment. That's the story of, of the binding of Isaac, as the merciful come, came and, and actually negate, negated the judgment of Elohim. So usually, usually Hashem is for us. Hashem is our protector. Hashem is our defense in, in the heavenly court. Now let's go back to what what the Torah says here about about the the, the flood. It says that Hashem, instead of protecting us, he, she was saddened and she regretted that He made us. So the evilness was so great that she was saddened, and that's enough. If the if defense is quiet, she said, and imagine if you sit in a court. And your 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 lawyer, the one who protects you, instead of he's so saddened by what you did, and so he's quiet. Well, of course, the prosecutor will come up and say to the judge, "Well, well, you know, uh, this and this, this guy did." So so that's bad when 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 the merciful one uh, merciful man was saddened. And that was enough. To allow the judgment to kick in, and that's what she says. By being saddened, she said, "I will wipe out, because after all, I, I is the is the uh, the essence is the the, the the one who makes the decision. So I, I here present the the, the final judgment. So so when then when she's saddened, she said, "Well, I, I'm not going to defend these people down there." At the same time, she did defend Noah. Why? Because he says, and Noah, he says here, and Noah found faith in the eyes of Hashem, the first brown line. So when she saw Noah, she supported him. And Noah found faith in the eyes of Hashem. As opposed to all the other people. That's why she lifted it up. She agreed to lift it up over the mighty water. So this is the reaction of, of, of Hashem here uh, as depicted as saddened. Now, uh, let me put a, let, and let me kind of diverse a minute and it's a very important issue that's co caused so much confusion and I want to put it once, once for all into, into perspective, you know, uh, that you know the the issue of 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 Jehovah the warrior. You know that's uh, that's not Jewish. There is no Jehovah and there is no warrior. What what is all about? We just we just say that uh, usually Hashem is our defense. It's a, it's a mercy. In the time of the flood, 
she was saddened. The question is, can she be angered? Now you can imagine if somebody, if the, if the, if the generation of the flood, with all this evilness, only sadden her, not anger her. All, all, all with all the evilness of the flood, uh, then all that will just cause the mercy to retract from the scene and allow Elohim to to rage his uh, his uh, wrath uh, wrath on earth. So the, uh, that's all what she did. She did. She was not angry, but she was retracted from defense. Now the question is, how much evil should person can do in order to uh, arouse her, her anger? And only one thing can can arise in her anger is is uh, what she hate. She hate cruelty, evilness. So that's why all all the all this example in the Bible, when Hashem is angered, you can always associate it with evilness. I mean, uh, here I mean evilness, not the defense of the Judea people. From, from other nations, you know, Jehovah is a warrior that keep the 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 the, the she fight for Israel against the nation. That's foolish nonsense. Uh, Hashem is 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 the is a is a is a, is a, is a, is a merciful one uh, judging humankind by the evilness they make. Jews or non-Jews. It just, if, if Israel does bad thing, they, their faith is not different than Gomorrah, Solomon Gomorrah. There is no, cons, cons, there is no uh, favor right here, no concession here. So I, I just put for you again, uh, there's a few, just a few examples, there are not very many, to, uh, thank goodness there are not very many examples in human history that cause their shame to get angered. So even though human being did so much illness, well, you know, she was she regretted, she was saddened. But to be angered, there were only a few occasions in the Bible. Like like put a number one here. Uh, when 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 Sodom Gomorrah was overturned. Now you need to learn when one day we learn about Sodom Gomorrah, you'll see that uh, Sodom Gomorrah was really evil. They did evil things by laughter with mockery knowing what what should be done and they did the opposite with cruelty it's like it's like uh, almost it's actually Auschwitz you know when you take with the with the uh, insensitivity showing insensitivity to human plight when you take human uh, fat and you make a soap of that and you sell it or you take a hair for, as they did in Auschwitz and they made the comb and they sell it. It's not like cynical, cynical laugh, laughter kind of. A, the, there was a orchestra, uh, you know, uh, with the music uh, uh, accompanying the people who go to the gas chamber, you know, so they, they to fool them. Uh, while the SS was sit was lofty, laughing around there, as you see, as you saw it in in the Schindler list. So, so that kind of a react. This, this is Sodom and Gomorrah, and this is like SS Sodom, Sodom's uh, um, Sodomite soldier, Sodomite society. SS is like uh, it's SS, and and that anger, that 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 kind of behavior, uh, cause a shame to go down and overturn Sodom and Gomorrah. It's depicted uh, very clear when we get there and read it verse by verse. You will see how she got she got the sword and she went down herself. She was shouting, uh, as a, I would like to go down and see it for myself. And she couldn't believe it. She couldn't believe what kind of evil uh, can can Solomon Gomorrah do? Is that what the cry she said there? She heard girls crying. Shouting uh, from from torture and rape and all kind of, uh, the described description there, is that true? She said, and she came down and she overturned Long Gomorrah with fire, not with water, but with fire, because if 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 Hashem, if the merciful one is in rage, wow, it's ten times more, it's million times more than the, than when when Elohim is in rage. So if if only you know if this is just to give you a scale of of the event, 
if, uh, if uh, the, the, the generation of the flood, which was wiped out, only managed to cause her to be saddened, how much evilness was Sodom Gomorrah to was in order to make her uh, uh, angry? And the same is with Pharaoh. Uh, he was drowned. He was Hashem gave him the plug, the mercy because he managed to enrage Hashem by by throwing all the, again evilness, evil behavior, taking the neighbors, putting them to slavery, of for no reason. Not only not only slavery, but taking the children and throwing to the to the to the Nile for no reason, and so on, and all kind of cool things he did. So this guy, this this enraged Hashem, and caused Pharaoh uh, to be drowned in the sea. And the same as the third, the third, the third, the third example. It's so misunderstood, so quoted, misquoted, most misunderstood. The Canaanite. As a, you can read it in Psalm, in Song of Psalm, uh, I think 31. The song, the Psalm Song 31 described the Canaanite as David. David wrote it, and he described the Canaanite as sacrificing the children uh, to to the to the local deities. In fact, the the the, the poet there, uh, which may not be David himself, but the poet there, whoever wrote it actually use it to rebuke the Jews, that the, the, the Israelites, that after uh, the, the, the time of the wicked king, they did the same thing. They also sacrificed children to the Moloch because they emulated the Canaanite. So he said, well, your, 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 your fate will be no different than the Canaanite. Because uh, when Joshua, that's why the Joshua was ordered to come and offer, and, and either they should offer them the chance either to to repent or to take the commandment of Noah, or to be or to be annihilated, because the, the land of Israel, especially the land of Israel, cannot tolerate such evilness. So that's the Jehovah. It's not like a, the, the, the the Jehovah the uh, uh, ethnic cleansing that we heard. Some people say, well, the first ethnic cleansing is the Bible. Well, there was no ethnic cleansing there. It was like uh, Israelite himself. Would would be uh, wiped out and be exiled from the place because they did also evil. The ten tribe when they when they emulated the Canaanite, they were also doomed to be dispersed on earth and be killed and dispersed. So what happened to the Canaanite was not different than than what later happened to the Jews because you, this land, the land of the Holy Land, cannot stand evil people who sacrifice the children to the Moloch. So there was the, this was the merciful one anger, so to speak. Well, let's go back to our to our to our to our wing. Now we understand how how uh, how the merciful one uh, judge judge the judge the earth. And, and well, let's read it again now. And Hashem, you see, three times Hashem appears here, as opposed to Elohim on the on the red side. On the blue side, Hashem saw the weakness of Adam was great on uh, all day long, and all his, all his the impulses of all the desire of his heart were evil all day long. Now you understand every word. And Hashem regretted it was that he made Adam on earth, and he was saddened by his heart. And Hashem said, I, when, when Hashem says I, I is always in the Torah, later on we will, we will study, actually this will be our next topic, what is I? I always mean a higher authority, it means that the one who, who, who actually executes the final judgment. For, so you see, I always, he means, uh, I, heard the, the, I heard the prosecutor and I had the defense, now I make the decision. So I will wipe out. So the, the, even the merciful one decided, well, down there I'm, uh, there is no no hope for those people down there. But there is one hope for Noah who found face in the eyes of Hashem. The brown first line here. So that's why she's going to support Noah. Now let's move now to the red part. To Elohim eyes. This is the other wing of the butterfly that carry, carry uh, Adam and uh, Noah uh, above the flood. 
And he says now, from the, from the point of view of Elohim, Elohim now is sitting in judgment, the judge, and the earth corrupted before Elohim, and the earth filled with Hamas, we discussed it already, and Elohim saw that the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, for all flesh corrupted his way on earth. And Elohim said to Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with the Hamas, and I shall destroy them. Actually, they corrupt them. Corrupt, destroy the same world. So it's measure against measure with earth. And I myself will bring the flood on earth to destroy again the same eye, uh, to destroy all flesh, uh, wherever there is a breath of life from under the heaven, everything that is on earth shall die. So here is the attribute of justice talking. The, the the other side of the butterfly. Again, she support or he support Noah because you see uh, the the interaction between uh, Elohim and Noah on the, the on the on the on the lower bottom on the bottom of the brown part. And he says, Elohim with Elohim Noah walk. You see the third line, Noah walk with Elohim. So the interaction, the interaction between the the red part, the the red wing, and and Noah, which is a body in the middle of the butterfly. So uh, the interaction is is saying saying this from the Elohim side. Elohim saw that uh, Noah is supporting him. He was walking with the judge, with the with law. So he also offered him help to carry him over water. Now let's let's analyze now the others. The, the judge, the, we said we are, we are analyzing now uh, the the heavenly court. Elohim response. So we said first of all, Elohim judges not by. You see, there is nothing there when Elohim speak about humankind. There is not even one iota of mentioning, uh, not a hint about our heart. Elohim care about not your heart, bless your heart. Elohim care what you do and you don't do. And what he cares about is if you follow, first of all, if you, if you follow the commandment. Because that's everything. If you follow no adultery, no bloodshed, no theft, you follow justice. So what, that's what he likes you to do. He, that's what he sits in a scale. Uh, so I said here, not that Elohim judge mankind by our deed rather than by our, by our character or by heart. And it says, and I quote here the first red line, and the earth corrupted before Hashem, before Elohim, and the earth filled with the uh, Hamas, and, uh, and Elohim saw uh, that it's corrupt. Now, corrupt here uh, in in the uh, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a, the Hamas is a, and corrupt is a sexual corrupt. We discussed it how they they, they did the, all the sexual not only promiscuity but the profanity and and perversion that you can imagine. We're living with animals and then adultery and, uh, and that so they committed they committed number two and then bloodshed and theft. So that's what 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 enraged Elohim. And if in Hebrew it so it comes out so beautiful because in the red in the red wing, uh, it's it's he uses the word nishchat, nishchat to to signify well they nishchat, they corrupted their way, and I'm gonna nishchat I'm gonna lashchit. So it's like measure against measure. We said this is absolute justice. Absolute justice, don't, don't, it's not with no mercy. You do something, you get again the same thing. So here we are, the two, in short, these are the two, the two uh, wing carrying, uh, judging humankind below and supporting, supporting Noah in the middle. And I wanted to mention here a word about the protocol. And that's what I, I learned to hear last time. The protocol 
uh, is always the, uh, when when the heavenly court in session, uh, that you see always the two sides speaking. First of all, the merciful one, the blue, and always the Elohim will come later on. It's a, it's the same the same protocol will 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 appear itself uh, time and again in the Torah. Uh, in any covenant, in any uh, uh, major decision, I'll give you an example. I'll give you a home exercise. Uh, look, look for instance. I wrote it for you here. Look at the protocol of the rainbow covenant with Noah. Look at the chapter when Noah comes out from the from the ark, and he has a rainbow covenant. Uh, people don't pay attention to who is the speaker there. If you read carefully now, to open and make it, make it, you can do your homework. Read the covenant or rainbow covenant on your own as it come out from the ark, and see that the protocol is preserved. First, Hashem speaks about Noah's heart, because Hashem is always concerned about the human heart feeling. And it tells him all kind of things there in the rainbow covenant, which we, of course we have to digest at length. Only then uh, Elohim will speak. So first of all, you will see the blue wing, and then you see the red, the red wing again kicking in. Always the two of them in in the, in the protocol. Look, I give you I gave you number two as a home uh, home exercise. Look at the circumcision covenant with Abraham. The same thing. You see first the blue Elohim. Um, I mean, ashamed talking about about actually about Abraham's heart, how to be complete. He want Abraham to give complete, and complete is always uh, or innocent, or or, sub, or, or subsidiary, or, or obedience, innocent. Uh, all these shades of the meaning tamim, that's always on the side of the blue wing. Of, of, of Hashem and only later on after Hashem finished speaking after the, 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 the blue part finished then the red part kicking and, and Elohim speaks to Abraham says oh I'm going to be the law only on the eighth day you should, you should circumcise that's the law that's the new law that's the law number eight uh, one law above Noah but again the protocol is kept more, not more, 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 uh, more uh, um, uh, what more would you can ex- uh, want, uh, expect, uh, uh, or how, how more beautiful it is depicted more than in Sinai Revelation. And you can look again at the Sinai Revelation, read it yourself now, and, and if you have a weekend, come time a little bit, read it and see how carefully. Sign a revelation to Moses in Israel, follow that route, that, that the same protocol. First Hashem speaks, and then Elohim speaks, so first the, the blue wing, and then, and then the Elohim, and they are, they are acting concert. One, one speaks about the human heart, and one speaks about the law. If you don't get that, you don't know the Bible, and you don't know what Noah it is. Uh, now, we said uh, let me, so we said here that uh, let's analyze here uh, Noah a little bit himself. Here I wanted to show you how how uh, Noah himself was the Noah himself, the brown part, I already alluded to that. The brown part, Noah, is actually divided into two. You know, the, the interaction between the blue and the brown. The interaction of the blue and the brown is, a, it says, Noah found face in the eyes of Hashem. And that's the, that's the first line. And then the last line talks about the interaction between the red in the brown, and they talk about the Lokim in Noah. 
but the, the middle one, so the, it turned out that the middle one, and he says, these are the history of Noah. Noah was a complete righteous man. This is the only line that is supported by the two of them. Supported by the two of them because because the, the word uh, Noah was a, co a, a righteous man. In fact, the word complete here is not it. Noah was an innocent righteous man. So the word righteous uh, connected to the red, and the word innocent connected to Hashem. So, so here the, the middle line is the only line that actually controls, so to speak, by the two of them. The two of them uh, got together and, and decided, yeah, this is a righteous man, this is an innocent man. Innocent is not a liar, he's not a crooked man. He doesn't go behind. He's innocent. He's, he's a nice person. He's not. He's pleasant. This is his merciful one. He, he, can, he, take, he can take care of the animal. That's a shame aspect. That's innocent, complete. Yeah, what complete is not good translation. Tamim, Tamim is really innocent. Like a, innocent is, is a better, better approximation to the word Tamim. Whole, wholly innocent. There is no. He's, he's a good man. I like it. I like him. She says. Whereas the uh, Elohim says righteous. He is righteous. He's walked with my Mila, my law. So it turned out that in within within the within the within within this brownish part that described the body of Noah. Uh, within that part, uh, the first line is the interaction between Noah and Hashem. And the last search, the last line is interaction between the red or the Elohim and Noah. And the middle one is the only one that both of them agree. Uh, and I, I depicted it to you in a colorful way uh, here down here that to show you that uh, the top blue is, uh, is the end of, uh, of uh, the, the wing of the blue. And it uh, actually it extended the blue extend to the word Noah found face in the eyes of Hashem because this is the the, the kind of support that the blue give to Noah. And down there you see the support that the Lokim give give to Noah because he, Noah walked with the Lokim. But the middle one, the middle one is a righteous man and a righteous man, a holy righteous man, a complete. Is, uh, is Noah. So we, there is much, much more to that. And uh, we will describe, we'll, we need to uh, kind of one day we'll devote a little more uh, in, insight into what Noah is. Now, what I want to point today to you that first of all, the difference between the butterfly, this butterfly which should every Noahite person should carry now in his heart to, to that's what about that's what the the the, the, the most symbol uh, the, the the most image the, the the closest that can depict what Noahide movement is more than the rainbow. Now so uh, what is the difference between Adam and Noah now? And and if you remember we talk about uh, when Adam was born in chapter chapter two in, in Genesis chapter two and uh, it says there that Hashem uh, Elohim, uh, that's the side by side, the first at the attribute, the first time and the only time in the Torah that those red and and blue fly together side by side, and they actually touch each other like one Hashem Elohim here. You'd have Hashem Elohim, and they they he blew, he made in oneness, he blew. He made Adam from the ground, and he, although he says two attributes, but in singular, so he blew his spirit into Adam, but Adam is depicted in a different line, not in the same, not in between them. So the, first, the Adam is actually born to the mother and father in heaven, to the couple to the wing when they got close together. But now with Noah it's a different story. Now the Noah is the glue that keeps them together. So they are, they are, they are, they are uh, you, you want to call it 
uh, what kind of relationship now Noah has to the wing as opposed to Adam, you see that actually I think it's closer than Adam. Because Adam was more, more remotely, he was, he was born into the wing, but, but here Noah is elevated, they are carried by the wing up there, and Noah provides glue to the wing. So that's why Noah is more than Adam. Although in Hebrew you can call humankind Adam, the children of Adam. We don't. We aspire to call humankind the Noah, the children of Noah, because children of Noah are higher than Adam, because they glue, they keep their attributes together. They unite. Without, without Noahite, there will be no, no oneness on earth. So, so uh, in that sense, uh, in that sense, uh, uh, the Noahite, uh, Noah is higher than, than Adam, in that sense. And that's what, that's the truth, that's what we want humankind to be, to be, uh, to, to be, uh, uh, to, to, uh, Noah kind to be, uh, children of Noah and not Adam. Now, uh, I put, let's, let's put some, put some, some word here in summary for you and to, to think about it. So, first of all, we are all humbled seeing the heavenly butterfly, so to speak, hovering over earth, supporting Noah by the wing. This image depicts uh, better than any other preacher or scholar or rabbi will speak to you. This image will tell you exactly what Noah, what Noah stands for. What is Noah? What is aspiration? What we are doing here on earth? What is the Noahide movement? It puts you in awe. The Torah speaks to you now directly, to each one of you, of, of, of me, including me, each one of us. The Torah, when you see that, you, 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 you stand there is awe, in awe. You know, this is it. Hashem is talking to me through the Bible. Every Ben Noah can say now, it is me flying there. It is me who is supported by the two attributes, one on my right side and one on my left side. I am carried, like Noah, I am to be carried on earth by this attribute over, over, over water. I am carried, this, this will help me to go through life, through the tribulation and trial of life, and through to, to survive the mighty water. If I follow Noah, I will be carried up there. It is me there, not Noah, it's me. And then at the same time, any Ben Noah can be proudly say, and it is me, it is I who keep the attribute together. So it's a give and take here. That's the essence of Kabbalah. Kabbalah, the essence of Kabbalah is give and take. We are not ashamed. We are not down here uh, only to receive. We give. Bnei Noach receive, they are carried above, carried up there. They are carried by, by the attribute, but at the same time, they also give, because we, we are the one, the only one here on the universe that we know that can keep the attribute together. Only us, no other creature that we know, can do that, can, 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 can understand what absolute justice is, Absolute mercy is and, and combine it to our into oneness. Only we, so we co we contribute. We, we are carried and we are we are, but we also give them together. So at the same time, every menorah can say, "It is I there who must find face in the I I need to find face. Not Noah had to find face in Hashem. It is me. I, the child of Noah, has to find face in Hashem's eyes." I have to do the merciful work. I have to take care of the poor. I have to, to feed, to, to, to take care of the sick people. Charity. To be a good person, not to stab my, 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 my friend in the back. Not to speak bad mouth. To have to develop a good heart, a good character. Not to do evil things in the eyes of Hashem. It is me, not Noah. And also at the same time, every Benanoch can say, it is I who also be called upon, call, call upon to, to walk 
like Noah in Elohim, I, I need to satisfy the, the red attribute as well, the red wing. I need to that, that, satisfy the both. Oh, I, let's say I think we have more to speak, but let me ask. Let me leave you some time to ask question. Any question for me? You were kind of quiet all this hour. Any question for me? No? Any question? Did you hear me? None here? Uh, John and Gloria, is there any connection between the Ham and Hamas in the name? Ham, you mean the, the, the side? The, no. Uh, no, there is no, the, it, it sounds similarly, but Ham means hot, a warm, and, and it's the, it refer, classically is the father, Ham is the father of all these children of Noah who lived in a hot weather. They developed like dark skin. So Ham is the father of the Canaanite, of the Egyptian, of the African people, and, and the dark skin. They lived in a Ham place, in, in, a, in a hut. Hamas comes from a different root, and Hamas is a theft, violent theft. But there is no, it only sounds the same, but it's not, it's different, with different route, with different route. Any other any other question? So uh, I leave you a lot of things to think about it. And what's next? Uh, I think uh, you know. I want to mention to you, and this is uh, beyond our topic. Uh, uh, each uh, as they carry as it, as, as each as those two wings carry Noah. Uh, the, each one of them, if you read now the, the story of the flood, you will see that each one of them contributed differently to the way that uh, Noah Noah was saved. Uh, each one, for instance, the the Hashem the blue part, the, the blue wing, Hashem, uh, Hashem went down and, and, uh, and actually closed the door for him, guarded, guarded the water from coming into the ark, lightened the ark, and gave life into the ark, and, and uh, there was no death, no sorrow, this was a Sabbath. In the, so, so uh, I know that this time the pain of the Jewish people and the Nazi hurt and killed so many and their cry went out. What was the blue response for this Nazi? Do we know? God forbid you know it could be. I, I can guess that she was guarded there and sold. I believe, I believe that uh, uh, I think what, what, what probably calmed down the merciful one is because the American soldiers and the British soldiers and the Allies show that the human, there is a good human face, there is a good part of human face. So uh, the face of humanity was saved by, by the Allies, by the American soldiers and the British soldiers and other freedom fighters that fought the Nazis. So we saved humanity, America saved humanity. Uh, what was I uh, what was I wanted to say? Uh, I was talking how they saved they saved Noah. So Hashem, each one contributed a little different. They carry him here on water. Each one did his own share. Uh, Elohim, for instance, for instance, they told Noah to build an ark with a specific scientific way. You know, measure 
You have to build a certain arc that really, if you build, if you copy that dimension, you, you will build also a beautiful arc. Many did. Many people copy the same dimension and they build beautiful arc that float on water and never capsize. So, so the Elohim speak to us to uh, save Noah in his own way in a natural way, in, 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 in scientific way, so to speak. And there is a whole message of that too, we'll come to that, we'll analyze it too. So this wing flying on earth, they, they really also help Noah, each one in his own way. What does the word face, face mean in the context of Adam made from the face of the earth? Not face, dirt. It doesn't say face. From 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 the uh, did I say faith? Uh, it should be it should be from the dirt, dirt of the earth, from the ground, from dust. We are made from dust, and we're going back to dust. Not faith. It doesn't say anywhere faith. Thank you. Alright, so uh, read it, digest it again, think about the butterfly, and uh, we'll see you with God's help uh, next week, same time. You have a nice day. Thank you. Okay, I, I appreciate your, your uh, thank you for your, for your comment, and I love, to, I love you all, and we'll continue learning with God's help. Bye. Have a nice day.